Hello and welcome to Leading from the Middle, the podcast for middle leaders, brought to you by Education Support and the leaders team at Twinkle. Hi, I'm Gemma from Education Support. And I'm Claire from the leaders team. We hope this inspires you and you enjoy the episode. So today we're taking a look at what middle leaders can do to set the tone for staff well-being. What role do you play in creating a culture that supports staff mental health? And what does an emotionally healthy team look like? We're delighted to have Kimberly Evans here from Nourish the Workplace. She's been a teacher and now supports schools to find their own ways to prioritise well-being. She's also co-written a book called The Big Book of Whole School Wellbeing, which is really worth a read. Lovely to have you with us, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. Hi, Kimberly. I'll um, jump in with a big question then, if that's all right. Um, what role can middle leaders play in creating mentally healthy school cultures? I think middle leaders have got the perfect place to really sit very well to to have a really big impact on this. Middle leaders see the most, I think, in a school. They're the people that are around the most people for the most of the time, most of the day, most of the school term, they interact with the most people, I think, then they can then be a more, I think they're the most aware or can be in the best position to be the most aware about what the general feeling is of the school, what is working well, what's not working well, where people are, what people are happy with, when people aren't happy they're the ones that are around you know they're the ones that are in the staff room when people come in and slam their cup down and go oh I've just had an awful morning they're the people that are around in the in the afternoon at four or five o'clock ish when people are getting really stressed about something and you can you can feel the the screams from the photocopier breaking or you know that someone's just having a really bad day or a really good day and then that's worth celebrating whereas Sometimes senior leaders just are a little bit more distant because they're off having meetings somewhere else in, a, in another place or they're in an office with their door slightly closed because they're having phone calls, you know, that kind of thing. So a middle leader just seems to, I think they see more, they hear more and they notice more. So they're, they're there, they're seeing all of it, but also they are having that close contact with their teams, which means they can potentially be into intervening or doing something helpful yeah they they have the ability to make the most impact as well so they I think they probably need to be given some kind of permission not not legal permission but just an okay that that's okay to do that because I think sometimes as well they might not have the confidence to to raise the issues but if you can empower your middle leaders to say, you know, please do come and tell me, not in a you know whistleblowing thing, but please do let me know if somebody's having an issue or that generally departments are, are not happy and, and feed that back, um, then that can be a really powerful thing because they can make an impact. They can they can take things to senior leaders and say, do you know what, that that initiative you 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 started last week, I don't I don't think that's going down very well. You know, I'm I'm picking up on a lot of things that of, of discontent those kind of things or oh brilliant everybody in the English department uh, loved that what you decided we were going to do last week it's going down really well do you think we could maybe embrace that in other departments you know they're they're very well at being able to give feedback positive and negative and therefore they can make a massive positive impact mm. um I know you do a lot of like whole school work on well-being 
and it's definitely seems to be to work best if um, there is a whole school approach which includes mm. everybody and is led by the senior leadership but middle leaders can play a really important role in that um, but what if a middle leader is in a school where there doesn't seem to be a cohesive approach to school well-being yeah great um, question what do you recommend what do you recommend how can they start to make a difference they can make a difference by doing it on a personal level and with their particular team or friends colleagues that they can that they interact with we all interact with different people throughout the day can't we and people will say oh I don't know what I can do can I you know can I make a positive impact across the whole school you might not be able to to start but you can make a positive impact in your classroom you can do it with your pupils that you work with you can do it with the staff that you personally work with even if you're not in charge of a team yet especially at primary school, for instance, you'd probably have other people that you would work with. You'd have teaching assistants, you'd have um, people coming from outside agencies that you would interact with throughout the day, even parent helpers, you know, people that come in, you can then, you can set the tone and be a, as you know, like Patrick Otley O'Connor says, a well-being supermodel yourself. And then it just filters out, doesn't it? You know, if you exude that, if you're setting a good example, everyone's like, oh, I want to be like that person, you know? Oh, and also, how do they leave at four o'clock, five o'clock? How do they, hang on a second, how are they going to play tennis on a Wednesday night? I want to be able to do that. Can you then help other people by leading by example? Mm. I also I also find that often with middle leaders of often like subject leaders for example have each got their own remit of what they're leading within the school um and with so many different things being led in the school I think sometimes that can have an impact on staff well-being so how can somebody who's say leading a subject or leading a phase um keep keep their, the staff well-being in mind when they're leading new initiatives, for example, or just generally leading, leading their subject? If you're understanding how what you're going to implement is how that will affect different people. So always think about, you know, if I do this, I'm not the only person. Don't be, um, okay, mine's the, the most important thing. Understanding the fact that you're one tiny little cog in a big machine so if you're going to implement a, a new thing and say okay this is what I'm you know I'm, I'm subject leader for um for music we have all got to do this you've got to think about the fact that you are only just music and that there are all those other subjects out there that people are going to do things with or if you are a middle leader in a secondary school and you're saying right okay we're going to change assessment for instance and I want you to be able to I want you to do this and this is what you know we're going to mean this new assessment policy in um what impact is that going to have on other people and not just just the teachers that have got to implement it but what's that going to have on the the other staff and what they've got to do and well next week so and so is going to come in and change that policy yeah. what's my job what's my thing going to how that's how is it going to fit in with the whole school and think about it's not just you don't have such tunnel vision but think about the bigger picture yeah Kimberly, um, I really love the way you're talking about um, sort of setting the tone and asking for permission. Um, I think these are all really helpful ideas. And so 
for, for our listeners who might be wondering, what, what does that mean? What does that mean when I'm in the corridors? Are there any examples you can give of, you know, how a middle leader can start to set a tone with their team to really emphasise well-being? Um, <laughs> saying hello is <laughs> a really silly thing, but it's, it's, we're, again, it's tunnel. It's not. It's getting rid of that tunnel vision because sometimes people just get into the zone, don't they? Too much, and they walk past people in the corridor. People say to me that they don't. People don't say hello to them. They say hello, especially because pupils are watching. You know, if you if you've got a you've got going down a classroom, a, a, a corridor of classrooms, and you've got interactions between teachers and staff the pupils are watching the pupils are lining up at those doors they're watching how so-and-so says hello to so-and-so they they see that they see you know do they just walk past them or do they say hello or do they say hello how was your weekend what did you get up to do they say how was your football match yesterday how well do you actually really know everybody and the pupils pick up on that that sets the tone for the pupils as well as other members of staff as well so we you know walking around the corridors walking around school just generally being friendly and happy is is always a good start isn't it but actually really making the point you might have to do some background research on this a little bit of homework but really getting to know your staff so that then you can have meaningful conversations and meaningful conversations just on the fly just when you walk past somebody when you're holding the door open for someone you know that kind of thing as well can really really make a massive difference just like when you walk past a stranger and someone says I really like your top it makes you warm and fuzzy inside even if it's a stranger at a supermarket or if it's your best friend, it makes you feel nice, doesn't it? So we all have that ability. That's great. So what would your top tip be for middle leaders for supporting staff wellbeing? To take the time to notice and to notice what is going on in people's lives. So that is really getting to know people. It's getting to know who's Whose who staff have had their kids' A-level results today? Now, that's important to them. Who has just had a baby been born? Or who's having a family crisis and needs a little bit more support because their mum's their mom's got dementia and they're, they're really struggling? But also notice who's, who's doing really well in their role and might need celebrating. Who needs support? Not in a bad way, but just they just need support and would really like a helping hand. Um, but taking the time to just step back, open your eyes from the tunnel vision, get the blinkers off, see the bigger picture, notice, absorb it so that then you can use it at a later date. Amazing. That's so great. Yeah, really helpful. Um, So Kimberly, thank you so much for coming on today. And do you want to just tell us a little bit about where we can find you and a bit more about your book? Thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation. Um, so my name's Kimberly Evans. I can be found across all social media channels. Um, I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as Nourish the Workplace. If you put that in the search engines, you'll find me. I'm also on LinkedIn and Facebook as Kimberly Evans. Come and find me. I'd love to connect with lots of you. Thank you for listening. And if you like what you heard, you can find more by searching Leading from the Middle wherever you find your podcasts.